Hi, and welcome to Heart to Heart, a Kingdom Hearts podcast, where I, Austin, explain the Kingdom Hearts games to my friends. Hello, I'm Cronus. I am one of said friends, learning so much. And I think today is the episode we've all been waiting Hello. for. I'm Darylise, <laughs> and I'm super excited, because I also think this is the episode that we have all been waiting for, and I'm totally going to simp. hi i'm riley we also now have three people in our discord moving on up to that third person we appreciate you (laughs) shout out welcome wait what was their name imperial shout out to hc and shout out to imperial hc you're now gonna probably get talked on talked about on the podcast like Lily get, get talked, talked on, on. <laughs> but welcome if you do join the discord be ready to talk about your opinion on pickles ongoing conversation Apparently daily. that's like a, a a test other servers have like tests by fire not us we have tests by pickle yeah you have 32 hours to respond once you join or we're taking it as you like whatever pickles that they don't like because i don't like any of them bread and butter pickles will assume the worst okay i think austin wants to start the podcast now do you guys remember what happened last time uh we went to the mulan world i did um, Sora and Donald and Goofy woke up, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And they they met two two rather important people. Mushu. Uh, no, no. Uh, they met Master Yen Sid. Um, I mean that's not who I'm referring to. They met Master Yen Sid, who was uh Mickey, uh Mickey Mouse's master. And they also met Mr. Pete. Pete the oh, cat. Oh yeah. Wait a minute. He's cat. I think originally he was a bear before uh Mickey became like the official uh-huh. mascot. And then once Mickey was what the mascot, Pete, Pete became what? a cat. He's a cat? I always thought Pete was a dog. I believe he's a cat. Well, I thought he was a yeah, because he was in like a lot of the goofy movies. Is Pete a cat or a dog? According to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. his species Oh cat. my god. Mm. I've been living a lot. Do you have any scholarly sources? Do you have any sources that would be accepted by my university? Let me scroll down to the references area of Wikipedia because Wikipedia is an accurate source. God forbid you ever put it on an assignment though. It's fucking more well regulated than the United States government. My college professor recently told me that my uh, articles that I've been including from other universities don't count to scholarly resources or reliable. I mean, if you're if you're citing a random student's yeah, were you essay, citing me? sure. I'm not... But if it's a published work from mm-hmm. a published work from a university, that is equivalent to any journal i i just instantly think scientific journals but all sorts of 
uh, literature. Catherine Anderson, and... if you are listening, listen to Austin. He's a smart man and give me my two points back. Fuck you, Catherine Anderson. Catherine Anderson, we know where you oh. live. No. No. <laughs> we aren't going there. Cronus. Okay. I don't know where she lives, I promise. People listen to this. This isn't just us goofing. I figured you'd cut it out. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh well, I I didn't. Oh, maybe maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Only the listener knows. Um, it's an online course. I don't know where she's at at any given time. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, while we're on species, though, moving away from my two points I did there, um, it's always bothered. It's always bothered me. Pluto's entire existence bothers me. Yes. Why is he a dog dog? And, like, Goofy and Max walking around just like, it's perfectly normal that this person who is the same species as us is being kinky in public. That's how I'm going to take it. Wait, who's being kinky? Cronus' statement is presuming that Pluto has the full intelligence that Goofy and Max do, but chooses to be nude and on a leash. Oh. I like to think that Pluto like accidentally hopped universes or something and is from our oh, world. Okay, it's always bothered. So that's the me. only way it's ethical. It's always bothered me that it's like Goofy and Max, obviously dogs, full intelligence, and then there's Pluto, and I'm like, oh, really? These mo it's a really weird way to introduce people to like kinks. That's, you know, that's an interesting perspective. Both are this is a good time to mention that yes this is riley's birthday episode Wait. birthday episode i, I think riley gets to simp first i think so i think riley gets to make the first comment here in about a minute when we get to her birthday episode the damsel in distress birthday episodes are cool okay okay i gotta click on the comment oh, okay i'm here let's do this so Sora's piloting the gummy ship, and he lands in Olympus. Uh, we, we open Olympus with a scene of Hercules defeating the rock titan in the Colosseum. But then, then we see where exactly the gummy ship has, uh, has dropped off, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. And it's in this space that I'm going to refer to as the Underworld uh, Lobby, but very clearly in the Underworld. Are you sure this is the Colosseum? It's that way. And Donald points off to a staircase that, like, leads up and very click clearly at the top of it is, like, regular shit. But down here is all dark and cavey and it's the underworld. Oh, guess we were a little off. And then they hear a scream and see a woman running from a bunch of rabid dog heartless. Uh, she falls and the heartless are all up on her. I'll mention these heartless just a touch. Only because their emblem is on their butt. <laughs> and I just think that everybody needs to know that. I think that's important. I love your attention to the really critical details here. Sometimes you just have to get your club affiliation tattooed on your ass. That Nothing sounded wrong. oddly yeah. specific and personal. Um. I don't have tattoos. I have a needle phobia. Continue. Heartless. Heartless. Oh. Uh, Sora and the others rush over and they, they scare the Heartless away and then Sora like goes to offer 
this woman his hand to help her up. But she says, well, thanks, but I'm fine. And stands up. And you're supposed to be? I'm Sora, he's Donald, and that's Goofy. We came to see how Hercules is doing. And she looks at each of them. You know Wonder Boy? Yeah, because we're heroes too. You mean junior heroes, Donald? Looks like we have a friend in common. Name's Megara. My friends call me Meg. Let the simping commence. Um, my palms are sweating. Knees <laughs> weak. Palms are sweating. There's Meg on the podcast I love already. She says Wonder Boy. You can hear it too. She well, she's about to say it again. Yeah. Wonder Boy. So how's Herc? Mm. Wonder Boy? <laughs> well, he's duking it out in the Coliseum every day. You know, a hero's work is never done and all that. He's ready to drop, but he keeps fighting. Even Wonder Boy has his limits, though. These opponents are bad news. Special deliveries from Hades himself. Hades? Right. Lord of the Underworld? I was on my way to see him. Maybe I can get Hades to give Wonder Boy a breather. If anything happens to that kid. Gosh, sounds like you're more than just friends. Oh, uh, I mean, we'll go have a little talk with Hades. I'd hate for anything to happen to you on your way to see him. You really want to do that? Well, it looks like you know what you're doing. I guess I'll take you up on that offer. But let's keep this whole chat with Hades thing our little secret, okay? Our lips are sealed. And then they depart from Meg. Hi, Meg. And head deeper we'll into the underworld. We will see her several more times. <laughs> uh, so as they, they enter deeper into the underworld, they see a man in an organization cloak hood up running through the cave the organization yeah and they keep cha they chase him through the underworld uh eventually they like turn a corner and it looks like he's running right at them but he runs past them and you just hear him yell run run away and sort of just turns and looks and is like okay but then we cut to hades chamber where he is speaking with our main cat, Pete. Where do they dig these freaks up? Jeez Louise. Oh, they're nothing but trouble. The whole lot of them. So, uh, what are you gonna do about Hercules? He's made mincemeat uh, out of almost every fighter you sent at him. Pretty soon, the underworld's gonna be standing room only. Say, why don't you just pick somebody already dead and save him the trouble? And Hades gets pissed and slams his hands on the arms of his throne. Uh, Pete, like, covers his head in fear and pain and panic, like, hide behind Pete. But then Hades stops for a second and thinks, Dead. Dead is good. And I know just the warrior. Uh, so Donald and Goofy uh, keep descending further into the underworld. Uh, and as they and as they approach uh, Hades' area, we cut back inside. Pete, Hades, Pain, and Panic are all looking into a, a giant swirling vortex in, like, the center of Hades' chamber. By the by, uh, what's down there? Just the underworld's deepest dungeon. This time, I'm bringing up the mother of all bad guys. Uh, and Pete, like, backs away. And Pain and Panic are already hiding behind a pillar. You don't say. Well, um, maybe I should go. Hades, like, summons some fireballs and tosses them into this abyss. And there's a large explosion, causing a pillar of smoke to rise out. And there's lightning coursing through it. And we see a figure... Uh, emerging from it. And I'm going to go ahead and send them a picture of this figure. Uh, this is 
Orin from Final Fantasy X. Wow. Let's cut to the chase. Here's the deal I'm going to offer you. I let you out of the slammer. No strings. You'll be free as a bird. And all for one little job. Fight Hercules in the Colosseum. To the death. While Hades is saying that, uh, Orin's like looking around the room and he sees Pete. Pete's like afraid, but really doesn't know what to do. So he just like waves at him. And it's very awkward. But then Orin responds, This is my story. And you're not a part of it. And raises his sword towards Hades. Did you forget who you're talking to? I'm the Lord of the Dead. No wonder no one wants to die. You are fired! And of course, uh, turns to Red Hades. Uh, He charges at Orin, who blocks with the sword, just as Sora, Donald, and Goofy run in. Uh, Hades gets distracted by them, and is like, You again? Which allows Orin a chance to knock Hades back. Uh, Orin likes, like, Oh, you you guys clearly also don't like Hades. Uh, help me fight. And uh, we try and fight Hades, but none of our attacks hit. They just sort of pass through him. Something's wrong. I feel kind of funny. That's right. See, that's the thing. In the underworld, heroes are zeros. Comes with the territory. Orin charges at him and uh, slices where he is because Hades is about to attack them. Uh, but instead, Hades teleports away in a puff of smoke. Orin yells to go. Sora's like, but I've got to talk to Hades. And Hades cuts to Hades on the other side of the room with his fingers in his ears. What was that? <laughs> Orin basically like drags Sora Donald and Goofy out of there. And they start running away. And Hades is chasing after them. You can't fight him. You just have to run and fight Heartless along the way who block your path. Eventually they get a bit of distance and stop to catch their breath. Is he gone? Don't count on it. Huh? And then it like pans to the side and uh, Hades is like leaning up against the wall right next to Zora. Leaving so soon. Uh, they continue to run. Eventually they do escape. Not the underworld, but from this immediate Hades chase. You're really good. Are you some kind of hero? No, I'm no hero. I'm just a, huh? Hero, hero. My name. I'm Sora. And then Donald jumps on top of Sora's shoulders. Donald! And then Goofy jumps on top of Donald's shoulders. Goofy! Excuse me? But Sora can't hold them all up, so they all fall into a pile. They're introducing themselves. Like the weirdos they are. Yeah. You know, that's how we often introduce ourselves. Standing outward. You don't, like, leap onto your friends to talk to the person in front of your friends? I'll try that sometime, but you're kind of tall. You might... Can I get you to like stoop a little bit? Uh, my my straight jump is not very impressive. I mean, Sora's kind of tall for Donald, so I think you need to work on your jump. Ah, shit. Oh, how tall is Sora and Donald? What is the comparison here? Donald's at least five foot eight. Uh, is that true? It's I true. don't feel like that's true. It's as true as our belief about uh, being a dog, I guess. So not. Excuse me, you don't. Let me see how tall Donald Duck is. I just sent a picture of them all side by side. Donald is like literally up to Sora's waist. Mm, false. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Um, never mind. Donald is 3'1". So how tall is Sora then? But Mickey is 3'10". How tall is Sora? Um... Disney.com wants you to know that Goofy wears inches. a size 18 and a half shoe. Holy shit! That's a big shoe. You know, 
That's like a Sora shoe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to this, Sora's canonical height is five foot two. Oh, that can't that can't be because Goofy's uh canon height is six foot, and they're like in that picture. He's taller than Goofy. Sora has to be like six three or something in that photo. According to this article, where somebody uh, used some pixel measurements to try and measure, uh, Sora's canon height is uh, 160 centimeters, which is about uh, 63 inches, which comes out to about 5'2". They made Goofy shorter. But this is one's one person's... Okay, yeah. But still, can you imagine Donald and Goofy standing next to each other? <laughs> Goofy's like three feet taller. And he's the one that jumped on top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. Uh, these are the hard-hitting questions. Uh, Oren looks down at this pile and says, It seems we were fated to meet. Maybe you need a guardian. Sora pushes Donald and Goofy off of him. Guardian? Uh, thanks, but no thanks. And he stands up and starts to head down the passageway. Orin just, like, chuckles. Back to Pete and Hades. I got Heartless all over the underworld now, so you can leave those pipsqueaks to me. Look, pal, you just keep working on turning Hercules into a Heartless, and then he'll be all mine. Hades stops and turns around angrily. This is my underworld, you idiot! I'll handle this myself! And then Hades, like, leans out the window and snaps, and a Cerberus rushes up. Hades calls, Cerberus, go! And Cerberus rushes off. And then Sora, Donald, and Goofy, and Oren uh, come to the, like, the door of this area of the underworld. Uh, and they notice it's closed. And they, Sora, Donald, and Goofy try and push apart the door. And there's something pretty fucked up up in here that another podcast showed me that I need to show you guys. Sending you a link to a YouTube video. It should automatically start at 1603. Listen okay. for Goofy, because that is not Goofy's voice actor in the slightest. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. What? Excused? We just got a bunch. Come on, open. It's where he says, it's got a budge. And it's very clearly supposed to be Goofy, but it's definitely not the Goofy voice actor. Sounded so young and angsty. So just the knowledge of that sound is stuck in my head because of another podcast, so I needed to share it with you guys. Interesting. Uh, They look up and see that there is a keyhole chained to the door. Um, So Sora summons the keyblade. Oren asks, will that open it? Yeah, I think so. And he points the keyblade at the lock. uh, And just then they hear a roar and look behind them. Oren calls out, hurry. And Oren... Uh, readies his sword and like holds back Cerberus while uh, Sora opens the door. Um, Sora is like going to run through the door, but realizes like Oren can't just get away from this on his own right now, so he rushes back in to help Oren fight Cerberus. Uh, they fight Cerberus a little bit. He's like struggling to stand for a second. Uh, Sora and Oren run out. Cerberus gets back up and starts to chase them, but they are able to close the doors just in time. And then we come back to your guys' favorite character. Meg is speaking with Hercules in the Colosseum foyer. Come on, Wonder Boy, play hooky for a day, for old time's sake. They came to see me. They came to see a hero. I can't let them down. 
Don't worry, Meg. I'll be fine. What does a hero need rest for, huh? And he flexes his bicep and then waves goodbye. See ya. And he heads into the Colosseum to cheering crowds. I just want to say real quick, I know that this is a completely different, like, universe reference thing, but Hercules, that is your wife. That is the greatest good you are ever going to get. <laughs> when Meg says play hooky, you leave. Yeah, I don't need no job. I don't need no heroism. <laughs> Whatever you need today. You want tacos? I got you tacos. You want a foot rub? Ready with a load? Hercules really doesn't get it. Sora, don't let me down. Back with Sora, Donald, and Goofy in the Underworld lobby. Uh, they're like, whew, after escaping Cerberus. And then they look around, and Goofy's like, what happened to Orin? He can take care of himself. Let's go find Beg. Then we can try this again. And they nod and make their way up the stairs, up to the Colosseum. Cut back to Hades in the chamber with Pete. Pain and panic watching anxiously. Let me get this. Let me see if I get this. Let me see if I got this right. That brat's keyblade works on any lock. That's right. Have I ever told you about the killer coliseum we have right here in the underworld? Makes the one upstairs look like an Olympic kiddie pool. Then that's the place we're going to put an end to hurt the jerk's winning streak. Problem. Zeus locked it up tight. And then Pete looks disappointed. For a second, Hades laughs at him, and then Pete finally understands. Like, there's a, a recognition in Pete's eyes. Bingo! All we gotta do is swipe that key, and then reopen the underdrome. Hate to tell ya, but the key is kinda particular. It won't work for just anybody. And that kid ain't no pushover. And Hades is like, tapping his fingers on the arm of his throne. I think this calls for a woman's touch. And then he snaps his fingers. And in a puff of smoke, there's a little statue of Meg in his hand. And then we cut back to the foyer where we see Meg, and she sort of like is looking around like she feels like she's being watched. So Donald and Goofy walk into the Coliseum, uh, where they bump into a tired Hercules walking out. Sora, Donald, Goofy, when'd you get here? Hey, Herc. Hi. Howdy there. And Hercules walks towards them. Uh, Meg's right behind him. You guys on another adventure? Yeah, tracking down some friends, wiping out some Heartless. Same shit, different day. Junior Heroes, always busy. And then they lock hands. You know it. Uh, then they, they sort of enter the, the foyer of the Coliseum. So did you find those friends of yours? Still working on it. When we got here, we ran into Me Meg. Mega trouble, I mean. Um, so we had to help somebody out. Uh, we tried to teach a Hades a thing or two, but the underworld drains away all our strength. I don't suppose you have any ideas. Well, there is a stone that guards against the underworld's curse. The gods on Mount Olympus use it whenever they have to go down there. Think we could use it? Sure, why not? I'll go get it for you. Thanks. Real nice of you. But Hades is no pushover, even if you've got the Olympus stone. And I have a match today, so I can't go with you. Know what you need? Training. Why don't you go talk to Phil? Hey, good idea. Uh, they enter the Coliseum proper and see Phil, who is not looking in their direction. But he hears somebody walking up behind him, so he says, Hey champ, how you feeling? Better rest up for tomorrow's match. Nobody's gonna pay to see a worn-out hero, capiche? Remember what I told you. Victory in the games comes down to two simple words. Eat, bathe, and sleep. 
Uh, Goofy, as always, is counting on his fingers anytime that Pete, anytime that Phil says his so many words goof thing. And then all three of them laugh because they're all looking at Goofy counting. Phil turns around and then realizes who it is and runs over to them. Hey, if it ain't the junior heroes. Looking good, Phil. Never better. How you guys been? Have you earned your true hero wings yet? Uh, they sort of think for a second. Nope, you ain't got what it takes. They're like a little taken aback. So what's up? Uh, some time passes as they tell him. You three are going to take on Hades? What's so funny? You've got nerve. I like that. Hey, you never know. Stranger things have happened, right? Better get cracking, boys. You want to train? All right, I'm going to work you hard. Uh, so we go through three little training things with Phil. And then uh, eventually Phil says, listen, I got to take off for a bit. Where to? None of your beeswax. Phil leaves and Hercules walks in. Sorry, guys. The Olympus stone has been stolen. What? By who? We don't know who did it yet. All we're sure of is that it was a guy in a black hooded coat. And he had accomplices. A bunch of guys in white. Donald and Goofy look at each other knowingly. Someone you guys know? I think so. Hey, if we get the Olympus Stone back, can we borrow it for a while? Sure. By the way, you haven't seen Mega Round, have you? And they all shake their heads. They've been busy training. Oh, okay. And he sort of sighs. And then suddenly, Hades is there. What's wrong, your hero-ness? Feeling out of the weather? And he puts his hand on Hercules' shoulder, and Hercules, like, shrugs him off and moves away. You know, I thought staying in perfect shape was part of the hero job description. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. Hades, we gotta talk. And Hades literally that flicks Sora so in the face, rude. and it knocks Sora to the ground. Oh my god. Yeah. I came here to share a bit of mildly interesting news. And Hercules is, like, trying to sneak up behind Hades. Seems your dear sweet little nutmeg. And then Hades teleports behind Herc. Went and got herself lost in the underworld. You mean you kidnapped her? Well, maybe, but why get caught up in the details? Hercules whistles and Pegasus arrives. Uh-uh-uh, you can't leave now, okay? You've got a very important match today against... And then it looks like he's stopping to think for a second. The bloodthirsty Hydra! I mean, if you don't stick around, who knows what kind of accidents might happen? Yeah, accidents you cause. Like I said, details. Who needs them? You're just a coward. Ah, well, can't all be heroes. And he vanishes in a puff of smoke. Hercules looks over to Sora and is like, Can you handle this? You got it. We're heroes. Junior heroes, Donald. Uh, Donald, like, glares at Goofy for correcting him. You take care of the Hydra. We'll handle the rest. And Hercules, like... Hercules puts his hand on Sora's shoulder and says, I'm counting on you. Sora nods and Pegasus trots over. Hercules pets Pegasus and says, you gotta find Meg. Uh, Pegasus nods, flaps his wing, and flies in the air. Uh, then Sora, Donald, and Goofy return to the underworld and see, they see Phil on the floor in the underworld lobby. They rush up and, like, help him up. What happened? I spotted this strange guy all dressed in black. I chased after him, but he turned on me. Next thing I know, I'm seeing stars. All dressed in black. He's the one who stole the Olympus Stone. Where do you run off to? Into the underworld. He's a bad apple, all right. All I wanted was to find a backup hero, just in case, just in case Herc needed to take a break. Heroes, huh? You could have just asked. You know somebody? 
and sort of get out their weapons oh. and like strike a pose. Oh, good one. Uh, but then they they leave Phil and head deeper into a different part of the underworld from before. Uh, upstairs, Hercules is battling the Hydra. Notably, it only has one head right now. Uh, it collapses, and then the crowd is cheering Hercules' name. He like thanks the crowd, but then runs out of the Colosseum, clearly trying to follow after everybody into uh, the underworld. Uh, Sword on the Goofy keep descending further into the underworld. Uh, they they complain for a minute about how the underworld curse is getting to them, and eventually they enter an area called the Atrium, where they find this hooded man, who turns around and faces them. And he not only faces them, but shows them his face. And this is one of the organization members that I don't believe we hear his name said in this game ever. But we see his face, so this is where I'm going to re reveal his name to you guys. Name reveal. I love Demix. This is Demix. And I just sent a, f I just sent a photo to the, the chat. <laughs> he's a bard. He is a bard. <laughs> he's, he's tall, thin, blonde hair with a kind of a mullet going on. Uh, and he has a giant sitar. Uh, I love everything about him. Yeah. If you remember the big group uh, conversation in Staff Room 4.0 last week, where I was just trying to differentiate with the voices, he's the one who was, like, all afraid whenever they were saying, like, oh, so you're going to handle it if things go wrong? Uh, he, clearly the coward of the group. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's him. Good. Huh? Oh, you! Wait a second. Roxas? Excuse me? <laughs> Roxas. It's it's no use. What are you talking about? Demix like reaches into his pocket and pulls out a note. Let's see here. If the subject fails to respond, use aggression to liberate his true disposition. Right. Did they ever pick the wrong guy for this one? You're bizarre. Uh, they also, at this point, they see the Olympus Stone in his hand. He's got to be the thief. Now that's just plain rude. And then, he, uh, like, a light comes out of the Olympus Stone and onto him. Uh, and then he takes out his sitar and begins playing it. The way his fight works is that when he's playing his sitar, he can manipulate water. Ooh, and so he makes a bunch of water clones of himself. And in particular, uh, in, for this fight, he makes a hundred water clones and you have to beat him, beat all of them within two minutes. It's pretty easy. Oh, but while it does not sound easy, it's it's a lot easier than it sounds, though. I do need to mention that as the fight begins, he does say his very classic line, dance, water, dance. Uh, after the fight, he says, not bad, Roxas. And it's like rubbing his shoulder. Oh, Roxas, come back to us. And then he Aww. goes through a corridor of darkness. The guy's a broken record. Uh, but then Donald notices something and he says, Hey, look! And he rushes over and picks up the Olympus Stone, which Demix dropped during the fight. Hands it to Sora, and then they all sort of glow with a light and feel their power return. Let's go! Meg needs our help! Eventually, they make their way to an area called the Lock, where they see a big rock. So, to describe this room a little, it's circular. In the center, there's like this beam of dark energy, and in front of that, 
there's like this rock or like boulder uh, on this boulder. There is a keyhole and there is also very clearly a carving of Meg on it. Sora unlocks this keyhole, the rock vanishes and that pillar of black energy turns to light green. And it's, you sort of see that there's a, like a path through this light. Now Uh, Donald calls out Meg and then Sora says almost there. They enter this pillar of light and end up in a little holding cell thing where Hades is there with a chained up Meg. Now that's what I call a key. Gee, thanks for your help. Now have a nice day. And Hades vanishes in a puff of smoke. Meg-like smiles when Sora first walks in, but then her face changes as she sees somebody behind him and says, Sora, behind you. And there's Pete with several heartless. What's wrong? Can't fight in the underworld? Oh, boo-hoo-hoo. Better think again. Pete looks to his heartless and then points at Sora's group and yells, Charge! Sora, Don the Goofy fight a bunch of heartless while protecting Meg. She literally has a damage meter that you can't let fill up during this. Uh, it's pretty hard to lose this fight. Eventually, uh, it cuts to a cutscene where Sora's like, there's too many. Let's go. Uh, Sora breaks the chains off of Meg with the keyblade just as Hercules arrives and knocks Pete down and says, sorry, I'm late. He whistles. Pegasus flies in. Uh, Pegasus actually like steps on Pete's head as Pete's trying to stand up which knocks him back down to the ground. Hercules lifts Meg and puts her up on Pegasus's back and says, get Meg out of here. I'll meet you back in the Coliseum. What about you? I'm going to show these guys what happens when they mess with a true hero. Hercules pats Pegasus on the butt. Uh, Pegasus starts flying away. And Sora, Donald, and Goofy run back through the pillar of light just as Pete's getting up. Uh, Pete says, no, wait a second, because Sora is running away, uh, at which point Hercules blocks Pete from chasing after him. Uh, on the other side of this pillar back in the lock area, uh, Pegasus lands for a second, and Meg's like, Sora, I won't leave him. He'll be okay. Look, even Herc has his limits. He can't keep winning forever. Then we'll go back him up. And then Donald and Pegasus are like eye to eye, and Donald just says, Get Meg out of here. And the Pegasus flies away. Sora returns to that room where Pete has even more heartless and uh, Hercules is looking kind of rough. Sora and Hercules nod at each other and then uh, Sora, Donald, Goofy, and Hercules all beat up Pete and these heartless together. This place gives me the creeps. I'll deal with you ditwits next time. And Pete leaves and this cave begins to collapse. Uh, and they, they run off, and then we cut to Hades somewhere in the underworld, where he's just like, could today possibly get any better? This time, Wonder Breath is going down for good. Um, everybody races out to the underworld entrance, and as they get there, Hades says, Well, if it isn't everyone's favorite hero, wash out. You really blew it this time. No one likes a sore loser, Hades. Can it, Keyboy? Then let me. And Hercules takes a step forward. No one likes a sore loser, Hades. Yeah, yeah, sticks and stones. Hey, maybe you should go check on that Hydra you neglected to finish off. I hear things are really falling apart up there, champ. And then he vanishes. I hate to run, but I've got another little diversion to attend to. The group rushes back up to the Colosseum gates. Seeing the destruction the Hydra is causing, Hercules falls to his knees. This can't be. Phil, Meg, and Pegasus show up, 
Phil was like shaking Hercules and like, Champ, you're safe. I failed. Hercules looks around at all the destruction. Uh, all these giant statues are sliced in half. The Colosseum is in ruins. It's not your fault. I left everyone unprotected. And he slams his fist into the ground. Hades was right. I'm just a washout. Oh, come on, champ. I didn't train you to think like that. Wonder boy. Phil's right. This is no time to beat yourself up. I'm some hero. Mm, the Hydra just continues to run rampant. Meg, like, lifts Hercules up over her shoulder and starts to carry him away. Uh, as the Hydra, like, is starting to notice these people and is approaching them. Herc needs help. Yeah. And then Phil comes up. Don't suppose you've got room for one more. And he does a series of, like, karate moves to the air. Uh, and then Meg and Pegasus join them. Uh, Meg just, like, has her fists up. And as in the movie, Pegasus, like, does a fighting stance on his hind legs. Very cute. <laughs> Very cute. We stand. And Meg says, we're in. Uh, and then the Hydra roars. And Sora fights it. Notably, this is a fight that has a line that is stuck in people's heads probably more than dance, water, dance. And that's that at certain points, there will be a, a special move that you can do with the help of Phil. But to do it, you have to get up on the Hydra's back. And so when that move is available, Phil is constantly yelling, Get up on the Hydra's back! Get up on the Hydra's back! And it, there's like that amount of pause between them. So until you do this move, You'll just hear that over and over. Dude, I remember hearing that. Yeah. I know this line. Yeah. Yeah, I remember oh when Austin God. was playing through it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awful. Everybody I was actually playing this this morning. Oh, no. I was playing this this morning. And I actually beat this fight so fast, I only heard him say the full line once. I had finished the move before, before he started the second, saying it a second time. And I never got the option for that move again. So I was very happy. Thank goodness. But uh, you keep fighting it. You keep cutting off its heads. Uh, and eventually you defeat it. Her Asura, Donald Goofy approach Hercules. Uh, he's, his confidence is clearly shot. I let you down. I'm just no use. It's not your fault. Hey, even a god would be exhausted. She's right. Give yourself a chance to rest. There won't be any games for a while anyway. Don't worry about Wonder Boy here. I'll look after him. Sora, Donald, Goofy, I owe you big time. Hey, it's no big deal. Just let us know if Hades or the Heartless start acting up. We'll take care of it. Yeah, that's what heroes are for. What did you three make, hero? Let's save that for another time. We have to hit the road. Okay, don't be strangers. Gorsh, I hope you feel better soon, Hercules. Yeah. Phil? Oh, well, take care of you guys. Uh, stay a little longer next time. We got some serious training to catch up on. Well, time to go. Oh, I almost forgot. The Olympus Stone. And he takes out the stone to hand it to Hercules. Uh, but before Hercules gets the stone, it glows brightly and floats up into the air. And uh, the Keyblade reacts. And again, Sora, this is the object that activates the gateway. Sora unlocks the gateway, something. allowing us to go to other worlds. They board the gummy ship, but they notice something odd. Huh? Hey, wait a minute. Is the ship moving all on its own? Yep. 
looks like we're headed towards Hollow Bastion. The ship lands in Hollow Bastion, and we catch up with them uh, walking up towards Merlin's house. They see the doors open, and several soldier heartless run out of it. Uh, the, these heartless just like disappear into darkness. But so the group runs into Merlin, runs into the house, and they see Merlin on the floor. Uh, Merlin adjusts his glasses in the scent and stands up. Sora rushes over to him. Well, now you took your time, didn't you? Oh, was it you who summoned us, Merlin? Yes, yes, but it seems I used too much power in doing so, and those infernal heartless. So, what's up? Well, I happened to stumble across this in the Zero District. And a familiar book appears in Merlin's hands. Pooh storybook. That's right. I know you're good friends with Woody the Pooh, Sora. That's why I summoned you. <laughs> and when I did, I was attacked by the heartless. Cronus's of course, I fought face. back with some rather powerful magic. But then I began to fear the book would be damaged, so I... Oh, now just a moment. Leon and the others would need to hear this, too. I'd, I'd better go find them. Be back in a jiffy. And then Merlin disappears. Put that book where, back where it came from, or so help me, so help me! I wonder how Pooh's doing. <laughs> Wanna find out? Yeah. Donald holds open the book, and Sora enters it. I wonder if Pooh's home. And then he walks up towards Pooh's house. He sees Pooh sitting on a log. Hey, Pooh Bear, how you doing? Finding enough honey lately? Oh, yes. In fact, I was just about to do my stoutness exercises. Would you like to join me, Sora? Excuse me? Sure, I'm game. And Pooh goes to hop off the log, but freezes midair. Uh, Sora's like, huh? And Sora tries to touch Pooh, but is blasted out of the book and lands on the floor in Merlin's house. Uh, the book is now sitting on a desk closed. The The door to Merlin's house is still open. He doesn't see Donald or, and Goofy, but through the door, he hears Donald call, Sora, hurry up! Donald? And he rushes outside and joins his friend who are in the middle of battle with the Heartless. Did you bring the book, Sora? And then three soldier Heartless run out of Merlin's house and one of them's carrying the book. Hey! Give that back. And they fight the Heartless, but the book's cover got damaged in the process. Sora picks it up off the ground. Think it's okay? Gorsh. Maybe you better go back and make sure that Pooh's all right. But what about Merlin? Well, I guess we could explain. Great. Donald again holds open the book, and Sora enters it again. Uh, he walks towards Pooh's house. Pooh's sitting on his log. And Sora calls out, Pooh, and rushes over. I'm so glad you're okay, Pooh. And I'm glad you came for a visit. But you see, I was just about to begin my stoutness exercises. Perhaps we could visit a bit later, somebody I don't know. And then Pooh hops off the log. Oh, sure. And Pooh begins to exercise. So, um, how's Piglet these days? I don't think I know anybody by that name. Now, where was I? Oh, yes, my stoutness exercises. Pooh? Hey, Pooh? But Pooh either doesn't notice or doesn't respond. Something very weird is happening here. Maybe I better go back and ask Merlin about this. Sora exits the book, and now Merlin is back in his house and says, Couldn't be bothered to wait up for an old wizard, huh? Sorry about that. How are things in there? Well, 
Who seems to have forgotten all about me? And not just me, all his other friends too. I was afraid of that. And he walks over to the book and inspects it. I suspect it has something to do with those pages the Heartless stole. We will have to collect the torn pages and repair the book to put things right. This book is one of the world's most cherished elements. I'd been meaning to tell Leon I'd found it. But perhaps we should keep it between us for now. All three of them say, we will. Good, good. Now, the book isn't all that's cherished. This is for you, Sora. What is it? Simply, simply concentrate on it with all your heart. And you only need say the word to summon an ally who will help in times of need. Like Simba and Mushu did the last time we were here. Precisely. M precisely. Now go forth with your friends by your side. Thanks, Merlin. We're worried about Pooh, so we'll come back once we've found those torn pages. Would anybody like to guess who this summon is? Is it connected to Winnie the Pooh? No. Okay. Is it connected to it's any not, beast? No nothing that we've seen already in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, and not a super popular Disney movie either. Okay, let me think. Geppetto. Wait, no, we've been there. I don't even know what he'd do in battle. Uh, build something. Cats. What? Doesn't matter. Uh, Darley said, I don't know what Geppetto would do in battle. I said, build something. So, so it's not the Aristocats. It's not Lady and the Tramp. Ovu. No. <laughs> it is Chicken Little. Oh. Excuse me? What? I would have never guessed that. Yeah. Do you remember I'm the 2005 damn... movie, Chicken Little? I loved that movie. I not did too. Lie. It was good, but what? <laughs> You're, wait, wait, you're telling me, you're telling me that they have Chicken Little, but they couldn't fit the Aristocats in anywhere? Yes. I'm suing. Chicken Little, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> Candy, to be fair, where's Thomas O'Malley? I think, I, think, uh, I think Disney's a bit more protective of some IP than it is with others. I don't think they really give a shit about Chicken Little. That movie did not do well for them. I didn't like it as a child. I like it more as an adult than I did back then. I've never seen it. O'Malley. It's yeah. not. But they definitely should have had Thomas O'Malley somewhere. Absolutely. I do agree with that point. Thomas O'Malley would fuck up every Heartless he came in contact with. Oh, yeah. Heartless. Also, let's just a minute to talk about Thomas O'Malley. Homie, homie really saw this like beautiful lady cat and was like, hello. I'm into you. And then three children popped up and he's like, that doesn't change a thing. I'm still into you. And don't you wish men? <laughs> men should be more like Thomas O'Malley. And he was so suave the entire time. I bet you he would be like fucking tearing shit up with the heartless and still so like suave and bust out in a musical number. Just coming to steal your ladies. Mm. He was a good one. And he's, oh man. That was the first orange cat I ever loved. <laughs> Thomas O'Malley really started it up. I used to have a little, uh, a little, okay, so when I was a very, very small child, I had a, like, a pink ruffled skirt that had a little picture of Marie, the kitten, um, Aww. on the corner, and I'd wear this gigantic bow in my hair. And really, I was the baddest bitch, just saying. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. I did my scales and my arpe arpeggios, or whatever. Where's Where's Riku in this game? Have we seen him yet? I mean, 
I think if I tell you if you've seen him or not, that's a spoiler. Oh, shit. The, Sora's mm. whole mission this game is find Riku. That was the mission in the first game, wasn't it? Yeah. It's always going to be the last place you Partially. look, Sora. And wasn't it the mission in the last game we covered? No, last game was find Kyrie. No, last game was uh, figure out where the fuck everyone is. Last game, Riku was going up and, no, yeah, up and Sora was going down or something like that. Correct, but Riley is correct. They went to Castle Oblivion looking for Riku and the King. Ooh, Mm. mark that timestamp down, folks. Not going to hear that one very often. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... But they forgot that whole time in Castle Oblivion, but they're still on that same mission, find Riku and the King. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But does Riku want to be found? I don't... No, not right now. I think so. Mm -hmm. But also, I can tell you that. Right now, he does not want to be found. He's too busy fighting people with a blindfold on. But also, we found the fucking King. He was like, hi! Uh, gotta go, and just, uh I'm so frustrated for them, but they don't Mickey, seem bothered. Mickey really, Mickey really could have taken a moment to explain anything. Or address a single fucking uh, thing That would ever. go against everything that Mickey stands for. What does he stand Being for? Being a shitty friend? Uh, not explaining anything and running away. Mickey, Michael, Mickey but also loving Riku. you know you can have good qualities and still be shitty it's true that's valid i'm just saying he's a good uh what's the fucking word dad (laughs) i mean i was looking for another word to precede dad but yes uh, he's a good dad to riku (laughs) yeah but everybody else the word he's a good surrogate dad to riku but he's bad to everybody else yeah but literally everybody else he's still out for cigarettes so i don't know about this yeah i don't blame you for being on unsure about michael the mouse so disappointed in michael's behavior this is going in his performance review it's because he's a mouse mice are timid they run away hmm. and hide and hide <gasps> he's just doing what he does so what's pete's excuse for being <laughs> such a weird cat dog he's a fraidy cat um first of all i really like the few times where you know pete's never been a good guy and throughout like disney thing he's always kind of been a little bit of a jerk but He's a feminist. You know that. Is he? In most content. I would like to hear your yeah, reasoning. There's literally this. like so many things where I don't, I can't say exactly what they were because I don't remember, but I remember watching so many times when he was younger. Like there was an entire skit where um, I think it might have been Minnie or one of the ladies was like being harassed by some guy and the guy was like, let me kiss you, blah, 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 blah. So Pete was like, and Minnie got behind him, and he kissed the guy, and like ran him off, and all sorts Please. of stuff. Like Pete's a feminist, if nothing else. He is happily serving under Maleficent, even though she's dead. I rest my case. Interesting. So there could be an argument for he's a necrophilia. Oh, in that instance, he didn't well, know she was dead for the last year. He heard from her a year ago, and he was still doing exactly what she told him to do. So, what's the case for accidental necrophilia? I, I don't think he's that. fucking Maleficent, whether she's alive or dead. I don't think they're he fucking. Austin's face after I said that is what I fucking do this for. 
folks, my passion. Our intro and outro song. <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Welcome to our last episode. Yeah, I got you guys to Meg, and now I'm fucking done. No, please. Um, anyway, done. such a good friend. Anyway, um. No, I don't think Pete's fucking anybody. I wasn't gonna say that. I'm no, not Riley was still Riley was still talking about it. Oh, okay. It's gonna be like, whoa, whoa. I'm still on my point about him being a feminist. Like, calm down. <laughs> Continue. Oh. Now I don't want to. But anyway, I always liked. <laughs> I liked Pete. I know he was kind of a little bit of a dick most of the time, but I don't remember what we were talking about before this though. Um, we just got done talking about Winnie the Pooh, and you didn't like it, and then we were talking about Chicken Little, and you were very upset that there's no Aristocats, but there's fucking Chicken Little. Ah, uh, the Chicken Little dad also sucks. Absolutely. If you don't believe your children when they... Spoiler, dad suck. If your child tells you that something is wrong, even if you don't necessarily believe them, you should investigate further where that problem is coming from. Don't just ignore them. I completely agree. <laughs> I agree with Cronus. So, uh, Chicken Little's dad wasn't it. Not it, Chief. Well, we have one more world available to us right now. Sasora pilots the gummy ship to an enchanted castle in the midst of a dark forest. Uh, and the three enter the, through some large doors into an, a dimly lit and empty entrance hallway. Hey, what is this place? It's huge. And sort of gloomy, don't you think? I wonder who lives here. And then a loud, familiar roar rings throughout the castle. Hey! Does anybody else recognize that? They hear another roar. Hey, that's the beast. Yeah. Maybe we should check up on him. We're going to get beast mode. Look. And we see some Shadow Heartless sneaking into a side room. Come on. And the three run into the room. Uh, at first, they don't see any Heartless, but they do see a mysterious glowing rose that's under a glass case sitting on a table in the corner of the room. Donald, it catches Donald's eyes, and he sort of walks over towards it. Uh, you know, greedy Donald sees something shiny. He's like, I'm going to take that. Uh, but a shadow, Heartless, pops out of the ground in front of him and snaps him out of his trance. A bunch more Heartless spring up all around them, and the group fights them off, but they just keep coming and coming and coming. Oh, come on, enough already. Somebody help us. And then the doors burst open, and Beast walks in angrily. Sora, Donald, and Goofy look, Sora, Donald, and Goofy look kind of hopeful at this, and the Beast destroys Goofy. the remaining Heartless in the room. Just in time. And they're sort of standing over near where the rose is, and Beast walks straight at it and knocks all of them away and grabs the case and walks out of the room. Doesn't even acknowledge them. They all get up. Donald's like rubbing his head. Gee, do you think that maybe he forgot who we are? With this many Heartless around, something must be up. Why do you have to do that? Uh, they leave the room, but Donald stops walking. What is it? I just know I saw a lady at the top of those stairs. 
and they look to see a large staircase that branches off to to two different sides of the house. Well, if the beast is here in the castle, that lady must have been Belle, right? Yeah, maybe so. Belle might know what's happened to the beast, too. Come on, let's go find her. And the trio run up the stairs to the east wing. As they approach a door, Sora turns and puts a finger to his lips to tell his friends to be quiet. Uh, Goofy puts his hand over his mouth, and they sneak up to this door. Uh, through the door, they hear Belle say, What am I going to do? Sora points, do? Sora points at the door, and Donald and the Goofy nod. Uh, Donald steps back, and they, they, he like looks like he's about to charge the door. Sora calls out Donald, right as uh, several things happen at once. The door opens, Donald runs through it, and Belle's right there. Hey, who opened the door? Oh, I'm so happy you're here. And Belle grabs Donald and hugs him. Donald, Sora, Goofy. Breaking the fucking pattern. Hiya. And uh, Sora and Goofy wave at Belle. Put what? me down. Put me down. But where did they yep. get in? Normally, especially in this game, we hear it. Sora, Donald, Donald Goofy. Goofy. Yeah. But this time we heard Donald, Sora, Goofy. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm not going to be able to sleep. She, she is actively hugging Donald, though, so... Uh, I I think her changing the pattern makes sense. Um, upon him asking to be put down, Belle does put him down, and he asks, "Where's the beast?" Oh, he must be in the West Wing, but we don't talk like we used to. Did something happen? Yes, isn't that why you're here? Uh, and Donald and Goofy look to Sora, who sort of shrugs. Not exactly, but we can still help. And Donald nods. Since we're here and all, the Beast won't talk to you? He's been acting strange lately. The only ones who might know why are locked up in the dungeon. I want to help them, but... Wait a second. Who locked who up? The Beast locked up his servants. But why? That's what I don't know. Hmm. Where's this dungeon? You can get to the Undercroft from the West Hall. The dungeon is down there. West Hall, got it. Be careful. Sora gives her a thumbs up, and they leave and enter the West Hall. Um, and they're in this, this area at the end of the West Hall, but they can't seem to find a door. There is a weird wardrobe in the hall, though. There should be a way into the Undercroft around here somewhere. Uh, and he tries to move the wardrobe, and he sees a door behind the wardrobe and says, Here it is. And then the wardrobe. Do you mind? And it moves back, blocking the door again. So Sora slowly pushes the wardrobe, trying not to wake her up. And But then once he finally moves her out of the way completely, she does, does wake up. And I was just starting to get comfortable. May I help you? Oh, what? Uh, right, uh, Belle needs us to go into the dungeon. Goodness, you're here to help my friends? Well, why didn't you say so? Uh, I'm sorry I startled you. Oh, I used to be human, you know. Until that enchantress cast her spell. I was turned into a wardrobe when the prince was turned into a beast. The prince is a beast? The beast is a prince? <laughs> That's right. Although his behavior was far from princely at the time. What's this about a spell? 
Well, it was a cold winter's night. And that they all nod, interested in her story. And that's enough for now. You can hear the rest when you've rescued the others. It'll give you something to look forward to. Ah. Hurry now. The dungeon is damp and chilly. Certainly no place for a clock. A clock? You'll find out soon enough. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's get going. I loved that entire They enter the door. It's pretty good. <laughs> they enter the door to the Undercroft and find um, a weird door with two stone creatures on it. They They try to like listen through the door but then the eyes of the creatures the stone creatures glow and they break off of the door and come alive uh and this is a, a heartless mini boss that they have to fight once they beat it this door becomes unlocked you think the dungeons past this door come on we gotta set those servants free he's right let's go and they enter the door and find a small room with a few objects inside there's nobody here. You mean there's nobody to rescue? Source sighs. I can't do a French accent, guys. How am I going to do Lumiere? You just uh, gotta start singing Be Our Guest until it fits. Be Our Guest. Be Our Guest. Did somebody say rescue? Shh, yes. keep quiet. It might be them. Oh, they look like nice boys to me. And then Goofy to the room. We are nice. We're your friends. Uh, yeah, Belle sent us to find you. And then a clock, a candlestick, a teapot, and a teacup pop off of their hiding spots and join the group. Sora bends down to their level and introduces themselves. Uh, I'm Sora. Donald Goofy. Motioning to them as he says their names. And Donald reaches to grab Cogsworth, who's like, Don't touch! I am self-winding, sir! Uh, Donald inspects the clock, who's waving about, and shakes him. And then Sora, talking to Lumiere, says, I'm glad you're okay. It is we who are overjoyed to see you. Uh, Donald tickles Cogsworth's foot and pulls on his arm. <laughs> Did somebody put a spell on you guys, too? Yes, that's right. You've heard. It was the Enchantress. It seems so long ago. Uh, Sora was holding Chip, and he sets him down. It was a cold winter's night. An old beggar woman came to the castle and asked for shelter. But the master of this castle, that is, of course, the prince. And Donald is opening Cogsworth's window and playing with the pendulum. Stop that! Put me down this instant! Cogsworth shuts his window and Donald puts him on the ground. Thank you. He dusts himself off and clears his throat. The master turned her away, all because of her uh, meager appearance. That's awful. We, oui. he was a spoiled prince, so selfish and how how shall I say, cruel. Lumiere. The old woman warned our master not to be deceived by appearances. Still, he would not take her in. And then the old woman's ugliness melted away to reveal a beautiful enchantress. She turned the prince into a beast, a shape she thought fitting for his cold heart. And to further punish him, everyone in the child. castle was enchanted too just thinking about that yeah he was like 12 yeah wow that's quite a story like i get wanting to teach us like a lesson but if a kid says no you can't come into my house you're a stranger and you're ugly get over <laughs> it why are you trying to creep into a child's house disguised anyway 
Exactly. Whether you're pretty or ugly, you shouldn't be trying to creep into a kid's house. I'm sorry. Uh, the sor- Actually, I'm not sorry. Absolutely. The sorceress is the one in the wrong here. 100%. I'm glad we can all come together on this. <laughs> is there anything we can do to help? Let's get the enchantress. Oh no, dear. We already know what needs to be done, but with the master out of sorts. He sure is acting weird. It's almost as if he's forgotten how to trust others. You don't suppose he's been turned into a heartless, do you? And so Donald Goofy, heartless? If they're a part of this, then it's a good thing we're here. Let's go find the beast. Splendid. Uh, Lumiere hops down and uh, starts walking towards the door. Follow me, messieurs. I know a shortcut. And they continue to a different area of the uh, dungeon. That's the word. That's the word for the underneath that's spooky in a castle. I mean, it's not an accurate description of a dungeon, but in Disney movies, that's what a dungeon is. Yeah. Um, You kind of have to do a couple weird mini games to get out of uh, the dungeon with them. Basically, you need to get Cogsworth to uh, to go open a door, but I think he's also afraid of the dark, so you have to, like, use Lumiere to use his magic fire, because his fire's magic because of him being a person, to light several torches in the room before Cogsworth gets there, otherwise he'll get scared and run back. It's a weird minigame thing. It's a little out of character, because Cogsworth was more, like, uptight than anything else. At least I think that's what it was. I honestly don't remember. It's weird, though. Okay. Um, I'm trying to scan the... Uh... Oh, uh, so it's not about... Cogsworth being afraid of the dark. There's some weird contraption that needs the light. Uh, But it needs... It also needs Cogsworth. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's very weird. But basically, you do this, and it opens a secret door. This lets them into the beast room. Uh, they walk in, but they're quiet because they see the beast talking with a hooded man. We don't see his face yet, but this, I'll tell you, this is the one that threw the spirit axle back in episode nine. It's time you've dealt with Belle. She's scheming to take everything you have. This castle, your precious rose, and then your life. Trust no one. Feed your anger. Only anger will keep you strong. I've had enough of strength. There's only one thing I want. What? To love and to be loved in return? Who could ever love a beast? Uh, The beast turns to roar angrily at the hooded man, uh, who now notices Sora, Donald, and Goofy entering. See, she has accomplices. And he uh, sort of forms a barrier that protects the area with the rose and vanishes. Uh, But everybody else... Uh... Thor, Donald, Goofy, and Cogsworth walk up to the beast. Hey, Prince. And the beast roars, which stops them in their tracks. Oh, dear, master. And the beast angrily slashes and growls at Sora and Donald, who leap out of the way. And uh, the beast lets out another loud roar. And then we have to fight the beast. Cogsworth calls out, Please, master, please, compose yourself. Uh, Thor, Donald, Goofy, and Cogsworth sort of fight him to help him regain his senses. 
And then the beast's like, Cogsworth, what happened? Well, Master, uh, you see, that is, how shall I say, uh, actually, mm, well, you put everyone down there in that dungeon. I did what? Uh, uh, you did. And the beast looks at the floor, saying nothing. Who was that guy you were talking to? The one in black? Zaldan. That's his name. He came from the darkness. He used my anger to control me. He took all my sorrow, my sadness, my pain, and turned it all into rage. There was nothing I could do. I could no longer see the truth. Well, I'll be. That must be why you threw all your friends down there into that dungeon. You wanted to make sure that you didn't hurt them, right? Was that it? Was it to protect them? Sure, we know you're good inside. He's right, Master. We've all seen how kind you can be. After all, Belle can see the goodness in your heart, but I'm afraid you've yet to... Belle! And then he sighs. I've mistreated her. I've mistreated her and been so selfish. She didn't say anything about that. She'd never tell anyone of my cruelty. She's too good. And then Cogsworth turns to Sora. You see, I'm afraid he judges himself far too harshly. Why don't you just go talk to her? But no excuses. Come on, we'll go with you. And with Beast in the party, uh, the group proceeds to Belle's room. The wardrobe is in Belle's room now and greets the Beast. Um, and Donald tells her, hey, everybody's safe now. Wonderful. Thank you. Where is Belle? Why, she left in a hurry. Something about going after this man in black. What? Why doesn't she do what she's told? Temper, temper. Her spirit is what makes Belle so special. We'd better go find her. And they run back to the entrance hall where they see Belle yelling at somebody. I'm warning you, you'll be sorry. Belle, where are you? Beast, help! I'm in the ballroom. Uh, and they see Belle running across the ballroom floor as Sora and the crew enter. Belle calls after her, and she says, I'm all right. And then she runs to the balcony door and closes it before a large spiked ball in chain floats down in front of it. Uh, they try going after her, but this ball, this ball and chain, which I think is the joke about, you know, wives, uh, <laughs> like turns and starts to, it like floats up to a large candelabra, which then drops onto the floor. And this is our boss heartless. Uh, but in this one, it's a bit different. So we fight it as this chained ball slash in the candelabra for a while. Uh, but after a little bit, it spasms and covers itself in dark webs and, uh, it, it sort of then bursts and it becomes this large bestial monster. Uh, the group attacks it and afterwards the ballroom returns to normal. I'm actually not sure what this monster's name is. This heartless. It's a heartless. In its ball and chain form, it's called uh, the possessor. But then when it transforms, it becomes the dark thorn. Oh. Oh. I'm sending you images of both versions right now. So in its ball and chain form, it's really pretty close to a uh, a dark ball from Kingdom Hearts 1. Just with okay. some longer like horn things that have red on the tips. 
Uh, but then when it changes, it it it's like a large werewolfy looking thing, but its whole body is shadow. Other than like it has this bright mane of red. Uh, but with Darkthorn defeated, the ballroom returns to normal, and Sora calls out, "We did it!" And then we hear Zaldin. So you think? And the three turn and look at the entrance hall and see Zaldin still hooded. Zaldin! Uh, and Sora and the Beast rush towards him, but he disappears in darkness. And we just hear him say, Farewell. What does he want here? He must be with Organization 13. Ever heard of nobodies? When a strong-hearted person turns into a heartless, a nobody is created too. See, the organization, they've got control of all the nobodies. That's right, and they were going to make you into a heartless. That way they could get a nobody of yours and would have control over it. And Sora's like, Goofy, you figured it out, <laughs> and points at him and nods. You're all right. And Belle rushes back in from the balcony. Belle. And the beast rushes over to her. Miss Potts, Lumiere, Chip, and Cogsworth walk in. Belle, I'm so sorry. I, I wasn't myself. I hope I haven't done anything to hurt you. Uh, she smiles, and the beast smiles back. Forgive me. I know you weren't yourself. You don't have to apologize. But I had hoped you might have changed a little bit. And she sort of wags her finger jokingly at him, and he looks a little sheepish. A little sheepish. I wish you could start trusting me. Sheepest. Sheepest. I was going to cut that out. Thanks. Thanks, Darren. Uh, you keep doing this to me. Yeah. It's been a few weeks. But you, you can let me misspeak and then cut it out. It's fine. I can't. I can't do it. No. <laughs> it's the sheepish, sheepish in me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could start trusting me and she crosses her arms oh I am afraid time is running short what do you mean remember the rose this is Lumiere but I can't do French accents I'm, I'm sorry everybody I've ruined Lumiere oh. from the beast room Lumiere's one of Precisely. my favorites too you see if the master can learn to love and earn love in return before the last petal falls the spell will be broken. Really? You think he's going to make it? We think so. And she rubs up against Chip. Yup, I think you're right. I hope you're right. The keyblade starts reacting as the, the rose in the glass floats up into the air and emits bright light. Uh, clearly it is a the, the item for a gateway. Sora unlocks the gateway. He's like, what happened? The gate is open. Do you have to go? Yeah. Now, no more arguing, okay? And Beast looks at Belle and then, like, looks away. And Lumiere bows. We'll see to it. Take care, dears. You're welcome here anytime. So if you hear anything about Riku or the King, the Heartless, the organization, anything at all, let us know. And Belle and Beast both nod. Okay, gotta go. And they all wave. And then the trio leaves the Beast Castle. Bye. Uh, that's a very long area to play, but I didn't realize how quick it would go in reading it. <laughs> so before we uh, cut back to the, the gummy ship, do you guys remember that dark tower in Hollow Bastion? The one that Leon pointed out last week that was like Maleficent's base of operations before she took control of Hollow Bastion? I think so. Well, we're there now. And so is Maleficent. 
and she stands looking out past large spinning cogs and says, And where is everyone else? Beats me. They must have had some other matters to deal with. Matters? And she turns to face Pete. You mean they have more important affairs to attend to than my return? Well, see, there's this organization 13 that keeps... He's no longer an acrophiliac. That keeps getting in the way. Let those fools play their little game. But, uh, about that runt with the keyblade, he's been a real pain, too. Oh, has he? Very well, then. I suppose you'd best tell me what's happened during my absence. And then we cut to Queen Minnie, who stands Minnie. in the library of Disney Castle as several, as several brooms walk around doing chores. Oh, um, now I wonder where that old album could be. And then we hear Chip and Dale. Queen Minnie, it's horrible. And they run in as the queen faces away from them, Turn, like turns to face them. Something's wrong with the hole of the cornerstone. There's real sharp thorns everywhere. And uh, they lead Minnie to the Hall of the Cornerstone, where the Queen is amazed at what she sees. Oh, King Mickey, I wish you could hear me. The castle's in danger. We've got to do something soon. Donald, Goofy, where are you? And I think that's where we're going to end for the week. Me, no. Fun. On a little mini cliffhanger. Something's wrong in Disney Castle. <laughs> mini cliffhanger. <laughs> Yeah, I was just talking about the character mini and didn't think about that as a pun. I always think of things as a pun. <sighs> I'm so glad Maleficent is back. Yes, me too. I hope she wins. She is a villain that I can do without hurting my voice from doing too long. Whereas all the deep voices from today, <laughs> my throat is fucked up, guys. Fucked up. Like every time I had to do another beast line, I was like, fuck, this hurts. <laughs> oh man damn i hate it here <laughs> yeah it, it started uh towards the end of olympus with phil mm-hmm. ah that was a while ago my dude <sighs> yeah it wasn't fun <laughs> that was like two dude. i know i'm i'm gonna take some uh cough drops before i go to bed <laughs> there you go. need to need to have some lozenges for these deep character episodes I, I could not do a Lumiere, and I I apologize. Be our That's guest. That's gonna be over it. Be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, shitty, and we'll provide the rest. One of the best songs for Beauty and the Beast. I, will I had to make. That. I had to make Cogsworth sound kind of nerdy, because I couldn't do a Lumiere. So if I did Cogsworth more normal sounding they would have just sounded the same mm-hmm. <clears throat> so cogsworth was down here yeah um <clears throat> thank you very new f- much new thing next time we have a uh a, a lumiere line i'm just gonna send it to you i can o- i think i can only do a little thing so i have to ask how'd you guys feel about meg we love her we do um we Riley and I were were talking about how like we waited so long and then we kind of feel like we blew it. Yeah. I yeah. I I mean I told you she was here, but uh, I didn't I didn't really explain ahead of time that they don't do a ton with her. Like she's around, and she was going to try and help Hercules on her own, but 
Heartless are kind of a different beast than what most people are ready for. So maybe yeah. she could have, if Heartless weren't around, actually done this all by herself. But I, I don't think she was ready to fight Heartless. Uh, so really, it was Pete's plan that sort of fucked up the feminist agenda here. So maybe Pete's not a feminist. That's all I'm saying. Hearts has a oh, remarkable shit. way of uh, really stomping on women. So I don't think we should take this Pete as an example of the Pete. You're correct. Kingdom Hearts does not do well by their yeah, women. Yeah, I was going to say, you got something to say. No, I'm correct. I'm agreeing with you. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm correct. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say you're correct. Uh, Austin's like, listen, we're on the same side, but I'm right and you're wrong. That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> well, do you guys have any thoughts, comments, or questions about what we covered today or Kingdom Hearts in general? Any new theories boiling under nope. the surface for you guys? Well, I do want to ask, so did they really just go, something's wrong with Pooh, we gotta get the pages, and then completely disregard and go to a different problem? So I don't really Just like in there. Kingdom Hearts 1, we you can't get the pages all at once. You get them throughout the game, and so mm -hmm. you would go back to Pooh periodically, but we'll again okay. just save it up till towards the end when you would have all the pages and do it all at once so that it's not you know so we just have to upset cronus with poo one time and not uh like every couple of episodes i was going to say because they really seem like they're going to be like we're going to be dragging out the poo for you oh i mean it's it's Shit. it's about the same length as the last time with poo uh you just you can't do it all at once on in either of the games will tigger be involved at some point Yes. Good, okay. That makes it a little bit worth it. I love Tigger. Everyone loves Tiggers. Yeah, I double gut her. We've also been collecting something called the Secret Ansem Reports. But like last time, I think we'll just do a an episode at the very end where we cover all of those and the secret movies and the secret bosses all at once. Our intro and outro music. Do you want to do that part this week, Curtis? I'll let you. Wouldn't let yet. me? Fuck I'll you. I'll let you do it too. You didn't. You haven't been. Mm. Who would like to do the intro and outro music? Mm. I don't give a shit anymore. Why are you coming at me like you've asked to do this and I said no? <laughs> that has never been a thing. I have. I asked. I have asked you three times and you went, Darylise, I want you to jump off a bridge and get over it and i was like austin that's the wrong thing you can't that's not the saying our intro and outro so music rude? is dearly reminded by ano ultra you can Nobody find his bandcamp links <laughs> it's we don't it... have intro and outro music this week it's we do <laughs> we do we do and <laughs> as part of the agreement to use the song i said that we would be putting the links and recommending his music to people so somebody has to say it how about this if anybody would like to do it just let just raise your hand i have an idea what if yes what say, what is the idea what if we all say we're
the intro and outro. Our. Intro. And. Outro. Music. Is. Can I get a script? Why? <laughs> also, what Austin was going to say earlier is that I raised my hand and Daryl just gave us a peasant's look. I would never. Our. Intro. And. Outro. Music. Is. Dearly. By. Ayano. Ultra. You. Can. Find. Is. Bam. Links in the show notes. You can also find a link to our Discord server in the show notes. If you'd like to join us and our friends, uh, Lilith, Heartless BB, Crazy Cans. And we just got a new member of the Discord earlier tonight, uh, Imperial HC. So if you'd like to join the party over there with us and them, then please hit that link in our in our show notes. But that's all from us this week. Bye. Bye. This world has been connected. We are nearing. We're nearing. It's coming closer. I'm turning into a crab because I'm excited. I was about to say, what are you doing? <laughs> excited, man. Crab hand. people, crab people. <laughs>